All right, we're live and we're rolling and welcome to The Real Venture. If you're new here, welcome. Let me break down what this show is all about. We are a community built for young entrepreneurs by young entrepreneurs with the sole mission of inspiring the next generation, our generation, to turn their crazy idea into a business. I'm your host, Peyton. And I am your co-host, Luke. And we are so excited to continue to grow this platform as we talk to other successful founders about their successes and together as a community, figure out the next step in our own entrepreneurial journey. The only thing I'm going to need you to do before we get going is hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Let's dive into today's topic. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us for this week's rapid recap. Uh, In full transparency, we're actually going to have two rapid recaps this week uh, because we released two interviews uh, last week. So what we're going to focus on today is our conversation with Megan Lands. And if you guys haven't listened to her episode yet, you have to be crazy to start a business uh, you have to be crazy if you haven't listened to it. So make sure you guys go uh, pause this right now, hop over there, check it out, uh, then come back and let's uh, let's compare notes. So if you're new here, welcome. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. The, the show is growing every single week um, and it's definitely because of you guys. Uh, so keep sharing this, uh, telling friends about it. Uh, you know, keep uh, keep spreading the good word because uh, we're you know more followers, more viewers, more downloads, you name it, uh, and that's just a, a testament to you guys. And we really appreciate it as we continue to uh, to build this show and and try to create the best content for you guys. Um, one thing that we're really trying to to do a little bit better job of is posting on our YouTube channel. So if you guys uh, aren't subscribed, hop over. Um, it's at the real. I I don't know if on YouTube you say at or not, but it's, it's the real venture. Um, we're on there. We're posting full episodes. You can actually, you know, see us, um, in addition to our social media content as well. But like I said, uh, this week we are breaking down, or at least in this episode, we're breaking down our conversation with Megan. Um, and Megan is the founder of Brightly. Uh, Brightly provides marketing support to venture back organizations and VC firms. And as somebody who is in this space as a potential customer, of, of what Megan is doing, I am a huge fan because it is definitely needed. I think, uh, you know, if you, if you listen to the episode, Megan has an incredible story of kind of what has led her to this point. She has worked all different facets of the, of the marketing world. She's worked for startups. She's done nonprofits. Uh, she's worked for a VC. Uh, you know, she's kind of been checking all those boxes. So, I think she is an incredible example of that business being formed by experience, and, and, and we'll dive into that here in a second. But I, I think her business sits on a really nice niche because there is a daily struggle to be efficient with your time and resources, and uh, this is something I think that that I can speak really well to because every single day, every decision that I make as a as a startup founder I have to be weighing my time versus the people that work for me's time versus the money that we have to spend because I need to make sure all three of those are being used in their best way in order to advance our business in the most efficient and affordable way possible. And, you know, it kind of makes me think back to our conversation uh, that we had with Alex Sanfilippo, who really laid out a good example of sometimes you have to find a who to do what you want. And, uh, you know, the reason that he, he made that statement was because we were talking about being efficient with our time and resources as a founder. Sometimes it makes more sense to pay somebody 
to do something versus you spending all the time and energy learning, um, you know, how to do something uh, very tedious that you maybe might not need necessarily in your in your career. Now, that's not to say that when you're a, when you're an early stage founder, you don't wear a lot of hats because you do. I mean, you in the beginning, I mean, you are the marketing, you are the accounting department, you're the sales department. I mean, you're all those different things, but as your business grows and begins to take shape, you can start to delegate some of those. And so when, when those situations pop up, you need to find that who, you know, to do what you want. So who is really good at building a website? Cause that's what I need them to do. So you go find them. Maybe it's internal, maybe it's somebody else that you can pay, um, you know, depending on, on your runway and, and what you guys are trying to do, you can make that decision yourself. Uh, and, you know, the other, the other note that I have here is sometimes as you're, as you're getting started, certain things you put on the back burner because you don't necessarily need, but if you completely forget about them or you don't manage them in the best way, sometimes that can come back uh, to bite you in the butt at the end. So I think a, a really good example sometimes is legal stuff. Like, sure, you don't... You don't need a lawyer necessarily to to really get your business started. You can do all the work, submit it through LegalZoom, do something like that. Um, but like, let's say you're in a uh, heavy regulated industry, or there's a, a a lot of you know technical hoops to jump through, or or whatever the case may be, and you kind of try to do as much as you can without the lawyer, make, make your own contracts, put that stuff in place. You know, that really could come back and bite you in the butt um, at the end because, you know, maybe you didn't close a loophole the right way and it's something that might be even irreversible for your business. And, you know, that can obviously be detrimental. So that's like a great example of um, a who, a lawyer to do what you need is to, to make basic contracts that you guys are going to use on a daily basis. But, you know, maybe a different example is... You know, for like this podcast, for example, we have uh, gone back and forth on potentially hiring a social media assistant. Um, and that's a really tough conversation to have because, you know, sure, we could spend all the time doing some of that, but is that time that we spend working on social media stuff, the cutting, the interactions, the posting, all that good stuff, um, which we do right now in full transparency, Um you know, at, at what point is our time better used creating content versus editing it and putting it out? So like, you know, that's an example of something that a really small business like ours um, would go through. And then, you know, you go all the way up to, you know, the metas and the Amazons who have armies of people to, to do stuff like that. So um, as your business grows, you'll definitely figure out exactly uh, what, you know, is, is, is the best use of time and resources. But kind of going back to something that we touched on earlier, Brightly is just a great example of a business that's formed out of experience. I think that there's kind of two types of founders. There are founders who, um, you know, recognize a problem from their own experiences and then basically have to go out and, and build the business or create the tech product or, or whatever the case may be to fit that. Or there's those that have the expertise or the platform to build and then have to go find the, the market fit for it. And I think Megan is, is a perfect example of somebody that had the understanding, the industry expertise, and then went out and created a platform that fits for that, um, which I think always leads to a really well-run business and, and something that addresses a very needed and specific problem. Um, you know, so kind of like we touched on earlier throughout her career, she worked in all different facets of marketing at various startups. She realized what was missing, uh, what people were struggling with, uh, you know, internally on, on her own team 
And then, you know, she was learning different ways to, to address that. And then she also works uh, for Next Coast Ventures. Mike Smirklo, who he, uh, if you haven't listened to his episode either, highly recommend hopping back on and checking that out. But, you know, in her time working for a VC, she saw a ton of entrepreneurs come in um, all with, you know, all at various stages in their own startup career. And, and, you know, sometimes depending on where you are as a business, like the marketing and sales conversations are really important because you're past, you're past the idea stage. And now you need a product that's generating revenue that people are using. And that's kind of where the, the marketing comes in. So she's, she's seen people that have like a crazy idea all the way up to people who are looking for ways to expand their sales numbers and, and, you know, her marketing expertise and understanding is, is kind of chiseled out of all of that. So, you know, all in all, I, I really enjoyed our conversation with Megan. I love her product and I love her story um, and not even a product, but I love her business, which her product is, is really, really helping startups and something that they desperately need. And the way that she becomes part of that business and, and works with them is, is really cool. Um, but in addition to all of that, I mean, Megan had a great entrepreneurial story. She came from a family um, that that was really important for. And I, definitely can see the effects that that had on her um, up until this point in her career. And I'm really excited to uh, to continue to watch that and watch it grow and, uh, and excited to uh, continue uh, our relationship with her as, as well, because she, you know I've already called her up and, and asked her a couple of marketing questions and she's a great resource um, and a really awesome person. So I you know really appreciated her coming on. Uh, and uh, you know, if you haven't listened to the full conversation, our full interview, make sure you go check that out. Um, but with that being said, keep it real, everybody. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media, our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks will all be in the description of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to continue building that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Overcast, you name it, we got it. And the only other thing I'm going to add is... As you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings and a uh, and, and a comment go a really long way. Helps us continue to to climb up the charts and you know continue to to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything, and we're excited to see you next week.